Hi, this is Doug Gooker, local food system small farm educator here in East Central Illinois, and welcome to Outstanding in the Field. We're about halfway through March right now. We thought we were in mid-April uh, just a few days ago, and now we're contemplating snow and cold winter temperatures, and it seems pretty cruel. Well, if you think it's cruel, if you've got a wheat crop out there or fruit trees, you need to be thinking about those poor plants as well. So for wheat, uh, go out and check. It's been greening up. It's starting to get some top growth. Go out and take a look. If it's begun to do to enter the jointing phase, um, we you may be experience. You may have. A, experience some hard freezing damage out there. The low 20s is a danger point when as the wheat begins to start that upward vertical growth. So go out, take a look, particularly as we begin to warm up, uh, get into the 40s at the end of this week. Uh, it'll give you that opportunity to go out and visually take a look and assess if you've got any damage out there in your wheat crop. For our fruit crop, um, uh, for most of us, we have very few orchards up here in central Illinois, but we do have a few. And our problem right now is, is that uh, I was out checking trees uh, bef before this past weekend, and uh, they were uh, in tight bud cluster. Uh, on some trees, and when we reach that point on our apples and pears, the low 20s is a real danger point and could be, have killed our flower buds. So once again, you need to go out and check those peaches. It's if they get to the green calyx stage, and we're kind of looking at being at that level before the freeze. So once again, it may be good to go out and, and assess your trees to see if you've had any damage. Next thing is, is this week an article that popped up in the National Farm Press was an article from a researcher who had shown that using dicamba on three generations of Palmer amaranth in a row had selected for Palmer amaranth that was highly tolerant to dicamba. So what's the takeaway message for us who are commercially farming? You need to be rotating your herbicide sites of action. For the past 20 years, we've gotten away using Roundup and it worked really well and we didn't cultivate and life was really grand. We're really running into a time where if we don't make some serious changes to the way we use our herbicides and have a system where we rotate our sites of action in a, in a systematic manner, we're going to end up like grandpa out there. But instead of using a six and eight row cultivator, you're going to be using your 24 and 16 row cultivators. And let me tell you, having ridden a cultivator, it's not much fun. Last, if you're thinking about planting soybeans on soybeans, Pay attention to those fields where you had sudden death syndrome, white mole problems, and if you've got a high 
soybean cyst nematode because you're going to need proactive to uh, use either seed treatments or fungicides so you can handle the problem if it should show up so you don't end up with a devastated soybean crop out there in that field. So that's all for me and uh, let's go out and all be successful and be profitable in 2017. Outstanding in the Field is a production of the DeWitt, Macon, and Pike County University of Illinois Extension offices. For more information, you can tweet at SoilWaterDoug, call our offices at 217-877-6042, or visit our website at go.illinois.edu slash dmp.